Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for another podcast. Episode number two of From the Sidelines is now live. We're coming into your ear holes, your little ear canals. We're, we're bringing audio into your life. I don't know why I chose to start like that, but we're, we're here and I'm not going to retake this. So let's just get right I'm into it. Holes. We always got, well, he just spoke up there, Evan Fernandez. What's up, Evan? Hoody ho, I'm in your ear hole. That's very Rick and Morty, I feel like. Um, so let's continue with Stephen Hatch. Yo, let's go. Another you know episode. That's, that's the energy I need, man. That's the energy I need right there. That's how I like to start the show out. And then well, I mean, we'll, we'll bring AK into the show as well, because both of these guys, you're looking at the D3 champions from the NXL Golden State Opens. How are you guys doing? Let's go. Pretty good. Fantastic. Feel out. Not second, that's for sure. Yeah. I definitely need to get an air horn one of these days. That would be a be great addition yeah. to the show. I have yeah. a yeet button sitting on my desk. Can you I hit mean, that? Is, is that the same energy? <laughs> wait, wait, give me a clean take. There we go. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that's what you guys right did to the competition. I love it. So yeah, we're uh, yeah. we're all here today. It's episode two. We're uh, you know obviously going to be discussing, kind of recapping the NXL Golden State Open. There was a lot of just kind of crazy shit that happened during it. Um, and yeah, so I, I definitely I wanted to start out D three. You guys won the event. Uh, maybe just want to go ahead, kind of walk us through that win and how that took place. Congratulations, guys! First and foremost, thank you thank so much. You. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate that so much. That was a great win. That's why I made that Instagram post. I was like, I'm proud of these boys. Let's go. Me too, man. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, you know, the the entire tournament, the facility, Capital Edge Paintball Park, fantastic. Uh, cleaned up the field so nicely for us. Um, man, where do I even start? I would uh, say the – I would start at um, all the teams there were pretty good. I would say that we had uh, – the, the harder bracket, I would say. I would definitely say we had the harder bracket. Mm. How many brackets were there? For a whole two. Yeah, so there's two. Ten yeah. teams. Okay, only, only ten, ten teams, teams in the event. All right. Yeah, there wasn't many for most of the divisions. No, that's true, yeah. You D2? Which well, is weird, man, because, uh, I mean, it's California. Who doesn't want to play a California event? I know, Freaking, right? You know, all these guys the New Yorkers, getting on I guess. Facebook, yeah, well, talking mad crap. I mean, dude, out. like, we, we fly across the country all year. Why can't they, you know, come out to a California event once? No, true. I, I brought that up all the time over the weekend. I was, like, to the Ghost Sports crew. I'm like, yeah, now you guys know how it feels, you know? We're always flying over there. Yeah. Straight up. But, yeah, okay. So, 10 teams in the division. You guys took first. Uh, you know, how'd the prelims go? Um, man, it was definitely a fight because not only did we have to fight the teams, we had to fight the refs. Mm. Oh my goodness! Um, so mm. first match we played. Um, play our first Philippines. Match. The Philippines. We played the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Man, let me tell you, one guy, bro, I took his head off. My God, I am so surprised I didn't get a penalty, especially with the way <laughs> these refs were. Um, but uh, yeah, that team was definitely good. Uh, they're really fast. They, Which, uh, I mean, yeah, what's up? Team Philippines, they play uh, they play ten man a lot, man. They're pretty they're pretty fucking they're pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think it was they were just lacking a lot in their closing, and uh, we were just and honestly, they were playing that game 
way more aggressive than we were. Uh, they were up constantly up on the field, but they were just we were just we would just wait for them to overextend, and they would, and we would just uh, catch him coming onto our side, and then we catch one guy, two guys, three guys, and then all of a sudden it's five on two, and we're just overpowering them, and the two guys just could not breathe. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then yeah, they man. just ran into your guns. It sounds like. Absolutely. Can't, can't confirm, man. I I helped you guys out that match, and you know you guys actually pulled off a couple of low body scenarios. Like you said, they were just running your gun. Yes, one hundred percent. And it was uh, it was a. If I am correct, I think the match. The score what was not a good indicator of how close the match was, right? No, because yeah, the points were so close. I think we only won by one that game. No, we, I'm not we almost, I think we won 4-1. Four, four, Did we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, right, I'm pretty sure that's the match that Nick Alverde was like, we were like, uh, all right, and then he just starts running down the field. <laughs> Harry Potter, man. He's yeah. Into his... Hey, Nick, Nick like, does that, man. Golden snitch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Nick the Alverde just takes teammate. off. Freaking beast. Yeah, no. Great this weekend. Nick is Nick is one of those guys that's funny to me because he only plays paintball every three or four weeks, but the dude is so good that he'll just come out of retirement, come play you know an event with you guys, win first, and he's done that multiple times. I feel like. Yeah, he's done it his entire paintball career. I think. Yeah, I mean he's got D one points. Dude isn't you know. Dude's, dude's not yeah, too I mean, bad. for sure. Dude's, dude, Nick is a fucking savage, dude. I just wish, I wish he was playing paintball more because he'd be so much better than he is. Well, he's, he's got a wakeboard, bro. You know, <laughs> it's that wakeboard. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, he's pretty good at that too. I'll give him credit at least. Like he's, he's at least getting dude, into Nick, it well. But I miss you. You know what I think it is, man? I have a conspiracy theory. Okay, and my conspiracy theory is I think Nick's glasses actually serve as like. Like Elon Musk, like fucking, like his glasses, like a little mini computer screens, and he just does equations, you know. Yeah. He does mm-hmm. the geometry of like every oh. like you know wakeboarding, paintball. Judging like, by the calculation to the center of the spin on the Earth, the aurora borealis and the the windage going at two knots north, um, my paintball should curve right over the beast, right in this goober's face. <laughs> I th- exactly. yeah, he's got like a Jarvis level system in there. I think he does, dude. He has. <laughs> He he perfected what was that mask that almost came out? It was the Empire. Uh, oh, the EVS, right? Oh, oh yeah, it was EVS supposed to be the electronic was, vision system. Yeah, yeah, dude. He took that and he just perfected it and he put it in his glasses. <laughs> he yeah, made yeah. it better. That's awesome. Um, I do want to say real quick, you guys didn't hear this, but sorry to the podcast listeners, my fan and stuff was running in the background. I turned that off now. It shouldn't be annoying anymore. Apologize about that. Um, AK, I want to hear your conversation about a couple more of these prelim matches. How do you think it went? Man, honestly, we went 4-0 throughout prelims, but they're all hard games. We didn't mercy a single one, I think. Uh, I looked at the scores. The first game, we did end up winning by three. But like Hatch said, it was only with like a couple bodies alive for most of those points. Very, very close matches. Very, very close. Like, the points were us... Honestly, just pulling out, like, they would even be, uh, go up bodies, right? Like, they would go five on three, and we would just wait for them to overextend, and then we would just all of a sudden start running down the field when there were two guys left, and we would just uh, close it out and uh, punk them out, honestly. Nice. Uh, AK, did you get any uh, stabbings in? Oh, okay, so... I want to hear your best stab from the weekend. So, I, so that is... Also, explain the stab or don't get stabbed 
saying because I don't think we haven't explained that yet. He's talking about paintball guns, not actual knives. Yes, no, we we are talking about on a paintball field in competitive paintball, not in real life. Great disclaimer. I don't live in yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We know, I know. <laughs> so the stab or don't get stabbed mentality is uh, it came from basically me and Hatch's favorite thing to do on a paintball field is to go bunker someone. Definitely the highlight mm -hmm. of the point. Oh, for and, sure. For uh, sure. Over time, me and Hatch came up with stabbers don't get stabbed, and that's what we'll kind of tell each other. Reminder that you know, uh, at least die on your sword. At least die on your sword. Don't don't get ran down like a pussy, right? Yep. Die on fortune, your sword. Uh, fortune favors the bold. So if I'm gonna come get you, that's what I I'm like gonna do. It. Go forward. Die going forward at least. Yeah. Yep. Never die and in so, your spot like that. So throughout the prelims, I actually didn't get one. There was one game where like I had a chance to go, and I was uh, there's like one dude last alive, and I was like pretty close to him, but my gun went down, so I couldn't even like. No. Go someone, I think yeah, I think Paul ended up shooting him on the snake side. Dude, Paul had no so, like, the We we gotta bring up Paul a little bit to, later. Shout yeah. out to Paul, dude. Paul. A boy. Yeah, and he got really lucky on the last point too. <laughs> well, yep, so, we all saw that. <laughs> we'll take that. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever. Oh, oh, on the last <laughs> yeah, point. No, sorry. I was talking about the one where he just pulled up and one-handed gatted someone. I wish I had footage oh, of that. Dude, it was got oh, ejected. That he was almost got ejected for that. That was... Dude, that... Rep. God, that goddamn had rep. Dude, he almost got ejected for that. Uh, you're thinking of a different point, uh, Hatch. No, I, I saw it. I wouldn't no, he, he almost got uh, ejected. Because what happened was, I believe he was in the 50 snake. I saw this uh, point as well, too. Other Keep going, team towed. Yep. Other team towed. Uh, Paul gets up. up he and gets shoots ripped. Him. Yeah. So then Paul starts ripping the dude who ripped him. And then the ref no, always yeah, he didn't, Paul didn't shoot him. Person. Paul didn't shoot him. Yeah, so oh, I, I, I was up. I was behind Paul on this, so I can confirm 100%. Yeah, so Paul was in the snake, just got up, like, oh, towel points over, and starts just getting a fat laying, like, probably eight, eight, nine balls, and he's getting pissed, and he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, he's yelling at the refs, and then they're all like, just go back to your pit, like, calm down, and it's like, point was over. He was getting gripped, like, he, yeah, I kind of get that. I'd be mad, too. <laughs> yeah, Slaughter I mean, had to get yeah. a couple in, honestly. Hey, well... I'm, I guarantee you, Paul gave him some back. <laughs> it's like, you get in where you fit in. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, we still didn't talk about your stabbing. You're almost stabbing. Yeah. So, so, anyways, so throughout the prelims, didn't get one. So, we're back at the Airbnb, and I was telling the team, I was like, yo, like, can you guys maybe give me a freebie here? Like, one of the last dudes, like, if you see me going, don't shoot him, please. I want to get one. <laughs> and, uh, First point of the semifinals uh, on Sunday, first game. We go out there, uh, stalemate of a point. I believe we're like five on five. And uh, we end up like losing two bodies, and they end up getting two minors. So there's one dude left in the 50 break. And uh, ran through the center, bunkered him. It was my first one of the event, so I gave him, you know, like eight or nine. You I was got all your aggression out. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, was talking to Rich Telford before the game, saw him up there, so I had to give him the little, I know you saw that, 
and then they kind of hated on me for it. But. Yeah, no, I actually wanted to bring that up because I was watching back Sunday's Go Sports footage as I was kind of editing yesterday. And I remember watching this move and <laughs> Rich's commentary was like, well, there was two majors or there was two minors in that point. So don't give yourself so much credit, Austin. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even like I was trying to give myself credit as more as like I was excited. You saw that? I was, was violent. Yeah, I did it, Rich. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like just send the intensity for that match. Like we're here to win, you mm-hmm. know? So that felt good. And then... Uh, and then in the finals match, I got, like, another one, same point, first point, one of the last dudes went, put it on them. You guys put yeah. it on them in general in that finals match. That was a... Yeah, the yeah, finals match honestly, is- honestly, no, I didn't. Those refs would not... Were, they If you shot someone with two extra balls, they were throwing a minor. It was ridiculous. Oh, I didn't necessarily mean overshooting. I was just meaning, like, gameplay, like, oh, in general. You, you guys mercy them. Oh, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys fucked that did team up. you guys up. mercy those guys? Yeah. Yes, we yeah. did. Okay, and let me tell you, let me tell you. You the let Pops was, get the last buzzer. That was amazing. Dude, that was amazing. That was amazing, dude. The, the fact that I got to be on the field and, like, experience that is, like, a whole, like, it's, like, almost gives me chills, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I man. Legit, yeah. So I mean, I like, talk cried. us through that game then. Okay, so let me tell you, right? So they know that I am the that I am super aggressive, right? And they were saying basically how, whenever I'm on the field, they're like, whenever the guy with the long hair, you know, I got my mullet, right? Whenever the guy with the long hair is on the field, that's their push side, right? So Captain Papa Cedar, right, and Paul were like, yo, go far on the Dorito side and just hide. Yeah. Right. Watch the, watch the wire, relax, stay alive, and we're going to push the snake side, right? And, like, if I am correct, like, on the footage, there were just so many guns on me, right? I would just go to the corner, sit there, and my team would basically kill everybody. And it's like, once they started killing more fools, guns would shift, and then that's when I would go in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so I it was, like, uh, it was fantastic. Easy read. I think, I think just like he was saying the first point, he went to the corner, and we had... Uh, it was Nika was the first one to get to the forty wedge on the snake side, mm-hmm. and, and that was Paul that, got. Sorry, just, sorry, sorry to cut you off. That was a powerful ass bunker on this layout. Yeah, without a doubt, uh, the whole middle honestly mm-hmm. was uh, pretty strong. And then I think we got Paul yeah. into the fifty break on the snake side, and then I ended up going to uh, I forget what it was. I think went to the fifty break on the Dorito side. And then Cedar went up. So we had four people up in the middle and then a Dorito corner and just uh, every time they try to move, like you're pretty shut down when you have three people in the 50s. You know what I mean? All crossed up. So can I give you guys props to the way you guys played that layout, man? You guys were fucking getting after it up in that middle, dude. That cross you guys had with Paul, but like you said, with you and Paul in those 50s, man, that was crazy. And honestly, we learned that from the Philippines because sure. they were would do they that. were beating us a lot through uh, through the middles. So I think kind of got lucky that we played them our first game, and we were able to take that knowledge and kind of I mean, carried us through. No, that's that's actually a really that. good point because the team Philippines had Todd Martinez coaching them. So the same mm-hmm. stuff that he's looking at for Heat, he was probably kind of giving them on the sides. And you know yep. that's that's not a bad opponent to draw first on a blind layout. Yeah, man, and you yep. need the, you need those matches too, man. Especially when you get later on the tournament and you start figuring things out, you can look back to that and be like, "Hey, no, we learned all that shit first match of the fucking tournament." Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Um, so, 
All right. I mean, anything else from the tournament weekend from D3? Uh, oh, man. I just want to mention uh, our D4 boys, the dudes I was playing with in uh, WC two weeks ago, also uh, took a first place in D4 X-Ball. We were able to share the pit with them. That was pretty cool. That was amazing. We had a team huddle and with all the D with both teams, right? And we were all doing the DMG chant. So it was like, it was insanely loud. It was like insanely, like you could feel the energy in the air. Honestly, there is no way that other pit was going to win. That was, the other side was definitely the losing side. There's no way we had so much momentum. We had so much aggression. We had so much hype. There was no way that those teams in that, in the other pit were going to beat this pit. Yeah, that's no D4, way. Ready that to go D4 out there. Match was, that D4 match was crazy in its own right, man. Yeah, uh, it was so the close. D4 team, they it brought it back. Close. They were down. They brought it back and they put it to yeah. overtime. Yeah. No, I'll definitely that say that was one of the better sure. like D four D three final sets I've seen in in a bit. Like it was it was some good action, and I think the blind layout helps with that just because it's like guys are literally still learning the layout that event like or that day like i remember seeing in the pro semifinals and finals guys were like trying bounce shots as uh bounce shots and just like random stuff yeah. like will this work i don't know let's try it maybe it'll get them out <laughs> like, a bunch of random spots and like i hope this is going somewhere exactly yeah <laughs> i'll tell you man blind layouts are the great equalizer in paintball man i mean it seems like it iron man coming in we're able to uh I mean, to pick up that second dude. place took out my boys of dynasty if you got, if you have talent, let me tell you something, dude. If you have talent on your roster and you have a, you have a coaching staff, dude. Blind layouts, especially if you don't have the, you know, the funds or the time to practice as much as these top, you know, teams. Man, all you just fly around, and make plays, and it's that's all. Like I said, it's a great equalizer. I will say this is the first blind layout event that I filmed, and. It was a lot more exciting to film. I feel like guys were trying out plays more. Um, Friday had so much just random action, dudes getting into places and being able to put 13 balls on a guy. I, that was that one clip I posted of Distortion and uh, Notorious. That was that was a brutal clip. Semi-pro paintball gets violent and I love it. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a really cool event. Um, the layout, I think, definitely added a different element to it, though. Um, like... Yeah. It, it did. I think the layout, honestly, was so slow. It was so slow. It played slow? Yeah, I do think it thought, at least for us, it played really slow. Mm. We would just go yeah. down, lock it down. We would, like, all of us would be able to, like, we would just look around at each other and we're like, okay, what zone is not being covered? All right, that zone, boom, I'm on it. Or I, I would say, hey, I'd be like, hey, AK, yo, uh, watch the Doritos, I'm watching the snake, right? To where we just had unbreakable crosses to where they just could not breathe, right? Yeah. I, I would say I think the cross shots on that field were were pretty strong. You played the cross almost a little more than heads up, it felt like. And mm -hmm. uh, I also noticed a lot of teams not doing like a crazy breakout. It seemed like uh, at least us for sure, we were real conservative off the break. And I think that's partially uh, due to uh, easily being able to get up the middle later. Definitely helps. And also the towers um, on both sides were really far out. So you could get shot going to the tower. And I made it, I think that made people stop shorter just, uh, just for oh, that. Yeah, that reminds me of a funny moment. It was during the KC Missouri All-Stars, their finals match. Um, 
their their coach is is awesome i don't know if anyone knows the story of him see the he, guy that wears the suit yep he wears a suit every time they make sunday it was like 95 degrees and i know he was feeling it it was a hot day on sunday but and he was fucked too because there's only three teams in that <laughs> yeah so he was just wearing that all day really for no reason <laughs> but uh yeah so as one of the other team the team they're playing against in the finals line is going out there i just remember him yelling this is their slowest line they can't do anything <laughs> like don't look for big moves and then literally like two of the guys get shot going out to the towers just like you said which are pretty safe positions you would think but like if you have good shots, you could have gotten them out. So I just, I, you know, it was interesting that you were mentioning that because it, it definitely seems like even in other divisions, just get, getting to the tower and trying to stay alive wasn't necessarily an easy, easy task. Was there, not an easy task, yeah. There was a gap for sure. Yeah. But, but I mean, big moves came late, way later in the game. Yeah, your guys' secondary moves were aggressive, and you guys were able to, like, you know, like we talked about earlier, you guys were able to get in the middle. That's what I love about watching Nico play, dude. Like, I, I swear to God, within 30 seconds of every single point, he was trying to get to the wedge, or he was already at the 40 wedge, or the 40 brick. Yeah. Beast mode, honestly. Yeah. Talented. Yeah, and then being able, like like we kind of mentioned earlier, but Pops is uh, Nico Acevedo's dad, <laughs> and for them to be able to play the final point together... That was that was that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I got that some was cool. amazing. And I, I and felt the great. mercy buzzer. Yeah, the mercy buzzer, man, that was nasty. That was a, that was a nice one for sure. Did you guys plan that beforehand or no? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, the actual plan was to do the wind up. Dude, the wind up, dude. Let me tell you, if you, oh man, you better get your cameras ready for that one. If we ever win like that. I ain't even gonna say anything, but man, it's a good play. You guys have a plan already set up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> wind up coming uh, near future. Near Very future. near future. Okay. Just let That's me know before you guys are doing it. Like you know, oh, give me a nudge yeah. in the pit. It's gonna be nasty, dude. Fuck yeah! Right on. All right. Um, well, <clears throat> I guess that's kind of. I mean, that was at least your guys' side of the event. I know we wanted to go into refing. We'll do that a little bit later on. I wanted to talk about my side of the event because it was a little bit crazy. Um, Freaking, I I had some wild luck. Um, So I had a great opportunity this weekend to shoot for HK Army. Um, And so was shooting for them as well as Field One and Hormesis, which has been my kind of all season long contract. Um, Really appreciate all those opportunities. And it's it's been great to work with them. Um... Saturday during the last set of the day, which had two HK Army teams in it, he and Impact, um, my camera decides it's no longer going to shoot paintball. I try like every quick fix I can while I'm out there changing batteries, changing SD cards, you know, everything I can think of. And it's just, it's not coming back to life. Um, So I kind of am freaking out at this point because I'm like, well, fuck, I don't have a camera and I'm being paid right now to get footage for people. Now, when you say that, when you say it won't shoot paintball, now it, it didn't just die. I mean, without getting too technical, how what does that exactly mean? I mean, I'd have to send it in for service at this point. So mm. it, oh, wow. it, it is like not dead, but it's pretty much dead to me, if that makes sense. Like I could get it fixed, but it'll probably <laughs> be like a 600, now. yeah, $600 expense or something like that. So you feel me when I needed you most, you're dead to me. Yeah. Still got a secondary camera? Yeah, well, so I, I, that night, was able to order another camera, and that actually, 
already arrived today freaking the magic magic of amazon um but yeah so i was kind of freaking out because i didn't have a camera for the next day so i go over to all the other media guys at the event and i'm like hey man do you have an extra camera body do you have an extra camera like you know let's try to figure this out um was able to actually get a panasonic gh6 um, which is the same exact camera that i ordered um, from Luke. Uh, Luke was working for Ghost Parts this weekend. He, I know he plays for some local like CEPL teams. Um, really cool dude, but he does like photography and stuff outside of paintball and just so happened to have like brought his camera with him that weekend in case he wanted to use it. So super random. I want to give a huge shout out to Luke because honestly, like I would not have filmed Sunday if it wasn't for him. Um, really Thank appreciate you, that. Yeah. yeah thanks, shout out to Luke. You, Luke. <laughs> um, but the other thing with that, Luke only had two batteries that were ready. So, cool. All right. We can we can shoot most of the day, probably. I get through the first one, doing good on footage-wise. Get through the second one. And pretty much made it to the finals when the camera just... I had no more battery power left. It was, it was just done. So, at this point, I'm, like, swapping out a battery every take, trying to, like, get every second I can out of them. And then Luke was telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a there's a, a USB-C port. Like, you could plug in, like, a, a battery pack and, like, kind of charge it off that as you're shooting. So I'm shooting the finals, Impact versus, um, who were they playing? Iron Man. Iron Man. I'm dumb. Iron Man. And uh, I'm shooting the finals, Impact versus Iron Man, with a USB pack underneath my camera, getting about 10 to 15 seconds of footage at a time with having to then shut it down so it can charge for, like, another minute and a half before I can turn it back on and get some more footage. So it was definitely one of the, the more rough events that I've had to film. Um, we were able to, you know, get it done, get some stuff. I mean, I definitely probably wouldn't say it's my best footage ever, but hey, you know, it's kind of works with yeah, what we had the there. That's yeah, the exactly. But I, I, I definitely wanted to bring that fucking point to life because it was it was kind of a stressful weekend, Saturday, Sunday for myself. Uh, Friday went great. I just want to, you know, man, I just want to take this time to really acknowledge, you know, not only you and, you know, everything you've done on the media aspect, but just all the media guys, man, you guys are fucking great. You're all great in your own right. Make us look good when we look bad. Yeah, man. Make us look good when we're really bad. I mean, it's that. It's also like, I and I, I appreciate hearing that, guys. Definitely. It's, it's also more so, I think this point. Uh, the camera going down it really goes to show like there's there's a reason why some of us charge the prices we do um yeah you know every time we go out onto the field with a paintball like a paintball field with our camera it it might break there's a hundred percent chance that a paintball gets in the right place and knocks it out and then it's a thousand dollar service bill so yeah yeah you know <laughs> that's that's kind of a part of it yeah man you guys we, we live life on the edge <laughs> <laughs> no for real for real Shout out to Enrique who did our media this weekend. He he made us look really good. Yeah, no, and, and Enrique is great. I mean, it, it, the list of guys who are great and at the top is is growing. Um, yeah, I have some news, unfortunately, that I can't release publicly yet. But there is some sad news oh. that will be coming, and pe- people will find out about that. You guys know, know what I'm talking is. about, but I also know what it is. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Cause you don't read the group chat, you silly Billy. You know what it was, but I was trying to add some mystery. Pretty oh, much. But, um, oh, my bad, but yeah, dude. so that'll be some sad news that we'll hear shortly here. You guys will hear it eventually. Um, but yeah, so no, I mean, on, PayPal Media as a whole, it's I think it's in a really good spot right now. We are growing. Um, I it feel really like is. 
What? Go, Evan. I'm sorry, I thought you were trying to. I forgot. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so I all I was saying was just you know we're growing. Um, everyone's getting better numbers, and I think that as a whole that you know it helps the individual creator itself, but it also just helps the sport of paintball. Um, I mean, just the random amount of people who have probably seen our sport this year on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube who've probably never seen it before. I think that's yeah. know, a really good thing. So I'm seeing it for the first time and are like, dude, that like, let's go play some paintball this weekend. Right. And like they get their friends to come play. Dude, I'm getting, I, I'm still getting likes from that, uh, CPL mic'd up video that we did. Yeah. Getting that's, likes from like uh, random people in like India, and, like South Africa and shit. Yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's crazy. Wild. You made it across the, the water. I yeah. Just I just want to say too, maybe not like people who haven't seen our sport, but at least not the tournament side of it, right? A lot of people will paintball and they think, like, you know, people playing, and they don't know there's the actual, you know, tournament side to it where people compete as high as they can. So I think that's good exposure as well. God, we got to get you some better internet, AK. <laughs> am, I, am I lagging out? Is it bad? You're better now, but it was a little robotic through that. But I think we got Austin, it. It was just majority. Austin's at McDonald's right now. He's at McDonald's Wi-Fi right now. <laughs> Starbucks, bro. Starbucks. Starbucks, yeah, Starbucks that's where it's at. way better than that. Starbucks is way better than yours. He's got that Walmart Wi-Fi. Don't blame him. It's okay. He's out in the sticks. It's, you know. Yeah, man. He's There's our no wild madman that we just don't, yeah. You're the wild card for a reason. My that's boy. Good point. That's a good point. All right. Um, so I guess we can definitely jump in. Next thing I have on the list, it seems like Hatch, I know you wanted to talk about the refing at this event. Is there anything you didn't yes. say earlier that you wanted to bring up? Oh, here we um, go. We're talking about refing now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. Uh, let me just say, let me just say, okay, the head ref on field two, that guy has a huge ego, right? To the point to where it was uh he just came off so rude and it was like if uh, if he didn't get the exact answer that he wanted to hear, he would he would he was threatening to suspend so many players. He I've never seen so many quote unquote gross majors or where people have their cards pulled. Like I've never seen that that many times with that often with one single ref. Right, this is all one field. It's insane. That is kind of weird. Like, he like, and I legitimately think there was one call that was so bad for us, right? Um, and I think that. The head ref, uh, so the, the the referee behind the head ref is the one who threw the major, right? And uh, I'm pretty sure they he thought that it was gonna that that the head ref thought it was gonna be overshooting, right? So uh, he started pulling our bodies on accident, right? And um, with that pulling our bodies on accident, right? They were just like, uh, you know. Maybe he had a hit on this loader, right? Just to kind of, and it, we, we were all so in the wait, pits, like. Wait, I'm confused. So, so one of your players killed or eliminated a player from the other team. That yes, that other guy is team running down the field. Okay, so that, that, that is running down the field. Okay, getting annihilated by three people. Okay, annihilated. Okay, so he draws a major, and then the head ref starts to pull your guys's players. Yes, he started to pull our players. Okay. But the guy was like clearly running down the field with a bunch of hits on him, and then shoots Micah right in in the wrist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, the ref starts pulling our bodies, and we're like, "What the hell?" Right? 
And uh, I'm like, Ref, why is that our? Why are you pulling our bodies? And he just hits me with the shut the fuck up and go back to the pits. And I'm like, what the hell? Right? Sure, my tone may be sharp because it's the heat of the moment, right? The fire of the gameplay, the the passion of the game, right? Um, but it's like that is just so like unprofessional to say, right? Because it's like I'm we're genuinely asking these questions to clarify, right? If the major is legitimately on us, tell us that it's legitimately on us. Right. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like this, this random loader hit comes out of nowhere when it's like Mike is just standing there, like clean as a wh- clean as a whistle, except for the hit that he got. Right. When the guy is running down with 30 hits on him when three people are shooting at him. Right. I was bl- I was blown away with the amount of bad calls that they were doing. Right. I almost got a penalty for walking off the field too slow. That is ridiculous. It's like, dude, what? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. not yes. a penalty ridiculous that head ref is a he has such a fragile ego i do not I think that guy should that ever be refing. i do not think that guy should ever 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 ref a tournament again no so i'll let you go i'll let you okay, go okay so i was gonna say my point of view i thought uh field one the main field with the webcast uh i'm gonna start there real quick i thought uh i thought the refing was pretty good there were some the pro refs there I think, yeah, I mean, definitely can tell the difference. I would say they threw more penalties. They seemed a little more penalty heavy, but it was super consistent. Like, there yeah, wasn't... It was, getting, it was getting both. So, you would see one dude get a penalty for something, but then, you know, another dude does it, and he was getting one too. Exactly, so and I think it, that's all you can ask for with any type of refing is just, like, just be consistent. Like, don't, don't call some shit on me, and then don't call it on them. A hundred percent, because then you get the vibe, and you know, you know what I mean. You kind of get yeah, that I mean, flow. That's refing in any sport, not just paintball, but that's anything, any sport that you play. You just want the refing to be consistent. Yeah, yep. You okay, want you want blue um, to call a consistent strike zone. You know, you want you want the dude yeah. to have charging calls be the same for both teams. Like you know, unless shit like you're that. unless you're uh, what was that umpire? Unless you're Angel or Hernandez. Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez is blind. <laughs> I'm convinced of that. If I know your name because of how bad of an MLB ref you are, <laughs> Yo. okay, all right, sorry, we'll we'll, we'll go back to paintball. <laughs> um, anyways, field two refs. Um, I didn't think were I don't think they were necessarily trying to mess anything up, but okay. So one thing I I will say, um, no offense, nothing either way, whatever. But over half the refs on field two, uh didn't speak English and it was like like a ref would call you out and you'd just be like hey ref like you know where'd I get shot and then they literally like won't even they can't communicate with you you know what I mean so it's kind of hard on on the calls where they like make a call and you're like okay what is it and they can't like articulate it until Mm -hmm. the head ref you know and it's just like wow like had the same thing happen yeah, sometimes you you couldn't understand if they'd be calling you out or clean, especially when they wouldn't hand signal. Like sometimes they'd run in and then run out, and like you can't tell. You're like, am I good? Am I not good? You know yeah, what I mean, I, mean, I that, that's a hard one for me because it's like I you know I, I don't want to like cap who can be a, a an NXL ref and who can't because I already know that job is hard enough as it is, and like if people want to do it, great. Hard. Like we we need it's people to do easy. it, but. I, I feel like you should at least speak English. Like that, that, that that's, should be that's a all I'm saying. And, and it's not even against like it, it. You know, it's not against 
Spanish or, or anything like that. It's just at least so then the ref can communicate with the player and at least explain like what's happening in that situation without needing another third party. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then okay. uh, one thing to comment on the head ref, um, like Hatch was saying about like uh, a bunch of people getting threatened. To I was, uh, was going to tell the Thai story. So, well, all I was going to say is um, I know three different people that got threatened uh, to get their IDs uh, cut. And I know one person who actually got thrown uh, in paintball jail. jail, got a gross major, was actually sitting on the sidelines. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But I, mean, it was, that... I was watching that point. It was, it was AJ. It was ridiculous. And uh, so let me tell the Thai story really quick, if you don't mind. Um, right. So they are put. So. DMG D4 is playing against excessive, right? DMG excessive mm-hmm. rivalry. That's right. That's a local thing. Yeah. Right. Obviously, right. Both play each other Back at Seepol. I I don't know if it was a back and forth match or if it was a spanking. I'm pretty sure it was a spanking, right? And uh, obviously, comments are being thrown around, right? Ty walks Ty walks past one of the excessive players and says, "Go back to Modesto or some shit," right? And uh, and he was alive. He was. And alive. he was. Alive. He was alive. He's a live player, right? And he, then the dead player goes, F, are you fucking kidding me? Right? Or something, bitching something, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, then the ref comes over and he goes, he goes, that shit's not going to fly on my fucking field. You better not do that shit ever again. And then Ty goes, He actually, yes. he actually called him out first. He, he yes. declared him yes. dead so he wouldn't be able to talk. What? Yeah. yeah Wait, without a hit? Came over and said, the ref came over and said, player out. Or dead. He said, player's dead. Came over, signaled tie out, never got shot. Um, just because he was talking, which you're allowed to do as a live player. Were were any other people alive at that point? Like, was um, any yeah, excessive yeah, guys alive? Yeah. People were yeah. no excessive guys were alive. The point, the point, they okay. towered. They were getting smoked. Okay, that's that's uh, that's some bullshit. All right, if right. there's and not he, uh, a single player from the other enemy team alive, and then all of a sudden you got hit by a paintball. I, that that's some bad officiating. Right. No, bro, no, he right? he definitely did. It was more of a because Ty was talking, and the worst part was Ty didn't curse or anything, right? Like mm-hmm. you, I think he did. I think he said like, go no, fuck he back to Modesto or something. No, he didn't. He said okay, go whatever. back to Modesto or something like that. I swear he didn't. He didn't say anything bad and not really screaming. And it's like I feel like you kind of need those chirps in paintball. At least for me, it makes it more oh, fun. Absolutely, it makes yeah. it entertaining. I'll, I'll die on okay, that sword. We need heels in okay. paintball. And let me tell you, okay, so then the referee is coming over to our pits and like, number 11, which is Ty's number, right? He's like, that shit's not going to fly on my field, blah, blah, blah. And then oh, Ty yeah. goes, Ty goes, yes, sir, you got it. And then the ref goes, hmm, never mind. Grab your card, meet me underneath the tower. And it's like, bro, that was just his ego. Like, so so here's here's my thing, okay? And, and we can all speak on this since AK and Hatch, we all ref CPL. So, I mean, if there is if there's chirping going on, I mean that's just natural. I mean we're all competitive, right? But I, I think as a ref, there there comes a certain point where you need to kind of kind of honor the kind of integrity of the game. Sportsmanship. Gotta, yes, sportsmanship. You got to shut cool. it down. I completely at some agree. Point. But that was that that's not even that bad. It's not like he's saying. Fuck you, you motherfucking bitch! I'm gonna kill you, right? He's not well, like he's saying anything like that. To be fair, though, was it happening the entire match, or was that the no, only the only one? That was it. That was the time. only one. The first okay. time. That was it. 
then that's yeah you guys are valid that's fucking bullshit. it would do that that guy was ridiculous the i was i was blown away that that guy, that they let that guy ref i yeah, mean i mean evan question for you on the on the pro field the whole time did you ever see uh someone almost get their card pulled on at that tower the that only well are we joel, talking about joel from seattle uprising joel did joel got put in paypal jail but and that was like justified yeah, Joel was playing I've on after seen, the point. The only time I've ever seen people get their card pulled is if there was like a physical altercation on the field, or if it was some just completely overshooting. Yeah. is overshooting, you know. Yeah, but so, it has to be like super egregious. It, and, and like the two examples for that are, you know, Rainy or Alex headbutting Rainy. Physical contact was made. That's okay. Yeah. That's deserved paintball jail. You can't touch the other players when you're on the field. Um, and then the other one, like, uh, Joel that happened at this event, he, someone like decided like, you know, shot him a couple extra times after the buzzer and then he picked his gun back up and started ripping a lane. Like, all right. Yeah. Like you're, you're playing on the after the, the yeah, the ref went down too. The ref got shot in the dick. That was, that if you guys haven't like, seen that oh, video, man. go check it out on duo venture, uh, on his Instagram. That was even worse. That, that made it so much worse, honestly. All yeah, I'm saying, I guess, my point, right? So we have, what, two in the past, like, year compared to the other field did four in one event? Like, yeah, that's... Well, now anyone was even... Shit, dude, when was the last time we've seen a gross major on the pro field, Evan? It's been a while. I think oh, Mouse. the... Yeah, Mouse had yeah. rainy. Yeah, that well, was the last like, time someone's major. been put in paintball, Joe. Yeah. And it's like, dude, there were more... Dude, there were, on our field, there was more paintball people put in jail than in the past five years. Exactly. That's crazy. That's, uh, yeah, right? that's, and that that's kind of crazy. And it was like, and he was throwing people in jail just because they were giving him attitude, right? Questioning yeah. his authority, right? Which, not, and not like, questioning I his mean, authority, questioning the call. I, I, I will say, maybe playing a little devil's advocate here, I, I get that, like, if you're trying to be a head ref and, like, people are constantly being like, what the fuck is that? And, like, shit. Like, okay, maybe give some people warnings and be like, hey, this is my field. Like, you know, I get it. You guys are playing on my field right now. But don't just sit, like, Give me your ID card. Like you're you're done for the event. Fuck you. Like I, that definitely yeah, oversteps the line. Yeah, you gotta give people You gotta give out a warning here. Yeah, and there, you know what I mean? Like, I was lucky that I got a warning about walking off slowly, right? Because I was like, I thought I was just walking off like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, you got it, sir. I'm not to running off that bitch next time. I apologize, <laughs> sir. I apologize. He just wanted you to hustle. That's all he wanted. Yeah. Bad, bro. I think. Uh, I think, like I said. Just going back to the example before, guys, like, he he literally said, like, you know, you can't be doing this, right? Which justified as a ref, right? That's like control. But then I believe Ty said, okay, or all yeah, right. Ty was, Ty was like, all right, you he got said, it, or something right. like that, right? And I think just because, you know, Ty didn't start, you know. Being like, oh, uh, you got it, you got it. I apologize, yeah, like, oh, like, I'm so I mean, sorry. The hard thing for me here, too, is like, I know Ty. I love Ty. He can kind of be a dick sometimes, even if he doesn't mean bit. it. Like, and, Shout and, out to Ty. And, like, I, I hope he doesn't take that the wrong way. I think some of that's just him being a teenager still, you know? Guys grow up and mature a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I. that's a hard one for me because it definitely is unjustified, but I feel like. I don't know. You, you, you got to know the point when you just got to shut the fuck up on the paintball field. And if, unfortunately, yeah. someone is being really tyrannical and just like, give me your ID card, give me your ID card, then 
sadly you just got to shut the fuck up and... i mean you know to 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 build off that i mean you know i you've seen it I, I don't know if you guys watched the nba but there was a you know there was a there's an nba ref who's now retired but he was notorious for being you know no bullshit mm-hmm. so that anytime he was you know refing refing a game players would know like hey man like we got to be on our shit because if we're not he's gonna you know he's gonna call us out so if as a player i mean if you know that the head ref is no bullshit just be on your best behavior i mean i don't see how that's i mean yeah and, and and both things can definitely exist at the same time that dude is definitely kind of being a dick and like overstepping the power it's just one of those things it's like if that's unfortunately the field that you're playing on you just gotta play to that and try to yeah, you gotta... deal with it yeah, it sucks like it's not fair i agree every team had a fight against the ref mm-hmm. every team had a fight against and that's them. that's how events should be events should be guys playing against each other like I it mean, should be the best yeah, teams. yeah I mean, Some, I dude, some... sometimes matches were literally decided by that sting, by that ref single-handedly. Matches were decided by him. Refs should I mean, be decided. I got some life advice for you guys. I, I mean, if you have a job later on in life where your manager is going to be kind of a dick, kind of a stickler for shit, you know what I mean? That's you're going to come across people like that, and you got to find a way around it. You know what I mean? Yes, you got to just deal with it. Well, that's a good point. Were, were, my manager ain't ref in my tournament. <laughs> true speaking of life advice are you kidding me? speaking of life advice evan did you want to go into the 10 second rule with that oh man uh so this actually is a great segue for the 10 second rule because we were uh, talking about this over the weekend so please explain i'm i'm curious uh, so we'll we'll kind of give it a little scenario so the head ref on your guys's field he's a dick right mm-hmm. so so if he if he you know throws a penalty and you want to argue it you have 10 seconds to make your to make your point to the head ref otherwise if if it's any longer than 10 seconds even if it's 15 20 seconds you know he's already moved yeah it's wasted breath he's already moved on to the next point you have a small minuscule window to make your case heard otherwise it's you got to just move on and that's not just in paintball that's i feel like that's in life in general yeah well and i think this came up because we were watching a point and um someone had like some close move and i I was kind of just like we were supposed to sit in there thinking of like you know in paintball it's funny how like if you know you can maybe sometimes (laughs) sway a ref into throwing a penalty but you have three or four to ten seconds (laughs) to do it it's you know the the because the second that's done it's done like i feel like in paintball nothing ever gets changed nothing ever goes back the other way no no penalties are ever put back in the pocket so you gotta you know convince someone within that first five seconds of hey don't throw that penalty maybe they won't if the ref if the ref has longer than 10 seconds to think about it he's gonna get set in his decision and there's gonna be no swaying it Mm -hmm. so you have that unsaid yeah. nxl ref code that's like you know what never go back on your call but i mean it, you know if you look at look at dave baines i mean he's amazing coach he's a hall of fame coach i mean he's he's the master of that shit you know anything happens dave. yeah anything happens to edmonton impact he's gonna be right on you know jason trojan he's, he's gonna the be first like, hey, one man. talking to jason he's gonna be the first yep. one within that 10 second window i mean it's no coincidence it's literally 10 the first 10 seconds yeah no and yeah well, and I, I guess, you know, relating it back to everything else, it's, you know, that's kind of like everything in life, you know, human beings as a whole, it feels like we just kind of get stuck into stuff. So, you know, if you want to change someone's opinion or you want to do something, do it in 10 seconds. And and that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean like within 10 seconds of something happening, but 
whatever your pitch is, whatever you're trying to tell people, have it trimmed down, you know, have, have it be quick, precise to the point. This is what I want. This is what I want from you. Is that cool? Great. Awesome. Walk away. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're making a presentation or something, you have a small window to catch the audience's attention and to kind of sell them on your point. Otherwise you're just going to lose them. Hell, that's every single YouTube video, man. You know, you got to hook <laughs> Shit, them dude. within the first 20 seconds. If not, they're going to click on the sinker, baby. All right. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so AK, for like, everybody else out there, you know, 10 second roll. There you go. Is that, does that relate to anything in your life, AK? Um, 10 seconds? Yeah. That feels That's like a setup. Picking yeah. that food off the what? What, Yeah. What are you I was say, yeah, I'm done with that. 10 seconds takes me. Oh. Damn. Yep. I shoot uh, most of the people off the break within 10 seconds. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying to get to the whole time. Okay. It's a good rule. It's a great rule. That'd be, that'd be a really quick game. You just off the break. I wish I could, apply. I wish I could use that rule every time. That would be amazing. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to make some joke about 8K only lasting 10 seconds, but he, yeah, just, he no, didn't want to fall into it. I, I, uh, I, that's why I said I knew it was a setup. You He's can't, like, you well, can't get 8K. Very much. 8K's, 8K's sharp tool, man. He's the guy. He's a who very sharp hammer. Yeah, all I'm saying is it's a race, not a marathon. Wait, yep. what? <laughs> Life? Okay. Um, all right, so we're going to move on. Um, one of the other things that Evan wanted to bring up this show, um, he wanted to talk about relegation and kind of what's been going on with Sacramento DMG. Um, so, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, feel free to kind of oh, take man. the floor here. I know Hatch also had some stuff he wanted to bring up in yes, this. Yes, so I do. Let's just kind of get down to the yeah. Let's let's see what's going on here. Well, um, so for I mean DMG Pro Team, you know we were kind of going into the Sacramento event. You know this was kind of especially with with kind of the amount of teams that were signed up. Mm-hmm. You know this was this was our chance to kind of dig ourselves out of that hole we dug ourselves in you know to start the season mm-hmm. um, it, was, it was a good opportunity yeah it was a great opportunity we had a like i mean we're in our at our home field um i mean we had a chance we had a realistic shot to make sunday um let's play well and, and i mean you know, it, I, like you guys did have a chance i i will say you guys did have some tough teams too because I mean, people want to say, like, the ML Kings, NYX, they're lower on the division. I mean, they're good teams. Like, you got you to gotta go out there and you got to give it kind of your A game or else they're well, going to well, catch look, you. I mean, the pro division, any team you play, you got to be in your A game. No, That's yeah. Like, That's a great-ass point. Ironman yeah. this event. I mean, look, I was going to say, they're still pro. Yeah, if you're playing professional paintball, like, you're good yeah, at There's paintball. a reason you're there. There's a reason you're there. Yeah, there's a reason you're there. There's no slouches in pro paintball. So anytime you step on the field, you got to bring your A game. But I feel like the draw that we had, we definitely had a chance to, you know, kind of make some things happen. Um, unfortunately, we just didn't take advantage. And so going into Chicago, um, we're looking at a very, you know, the same situation we were in last year, DMG was in last season. Um, relegation. Um, it's it's kind of deja vu scary. a little bit. Yeah, a little deja vu. Um, it's kind of scary, um, but it's just it's the reality of the situation, um, and that's kind of it's tough. It's like it's it's the one thing you don't want to fight for. 
you want to be fighting for wins. You want to be fighting for Sunday appearances. You want to be, you know, fighting yeah. for the good things. You don't want to be fighting just to keep your spot. No, no, that's, yeah. I mean, going into every season, that's kind of like your worst nightmare. Um, Absolutely. we're kind of having to live through it right now. And it's, it's tough, you know. I do want to say, just want to put that out there, that uh, now that both minor events are done, <clears throat> there's actually, it's a lot easier to look at the uh, the se- uh, season standings, right, and actually know where everybody is. Because yeah. uh, by now, all the pro teams have gotten at least, you know, the They're one minor, minor but... that's going to mm-hmm. count, in, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we're not dead last. Just uh, I'm going to I mean, I, so, I think I think right now NYX is two. Is it NYX that's two points? Yeah, yeah. NYX by two points. But look, man, that's nothing. It's two points. That's nothing. Yeah. One spot, <laughs> literally one spot away. I mean, that's the, not where I, you want to be. I mean, look, I I can I can only speak for myself, but uh, you'll never see me celebrating the fact that we're two points away from you know not being at last place. Um. Because the, the reality is the talent that I feel like we have on this team, we should be so much better than we are, but um, we just haven't put it all together this season, and it's frustrating. I uh, I didn't want to. I do want to clarify. I didn't mean it like <clears throat> uh, like that or whatever. I just meant more so like anything could happen. Right? Like it, it's not yeah. over yet. Like. Oh, I no, mean, for I sure. Mean, that, that's that's yeah, kind of paintball standings that. as a whole because last year at World Cup, we saw that come down to pretty much who just had a worse event, and it was Dallas. And you guys were able to win some events, and hey, you guys stayed in the pro division. But you don't want to be in that situation. Exactly. That's like, that's what I'm saying yeah. is it, it puts you in such a place where it's like, well, who's going to have a worse event? That's that's not exactly what you want to be thinking about going into your, no, you know, not at all. your next games. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I want to add on to that, uh, oh, from an outsider's loaded. perspective, from an outsider's perspective, um, I feel like I never see any smiles at practice. I feel like I never see any of the pro guys really like. Sure, there's like the little giggles here and there, right? But it's like, man, it's always so, so serious, so, uh, so tense. Like, I just wish I could, you know, hype the boys up a little bit to where it's like it, because if I'm being honest, it looks like you guys like hate playing paintball. You guys are so frustrated all the time, and it, like it hurts um, me to see it hurts me to see my friends like that. I'm, it's I'm, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Just before before you get started, Evan, I yeah, I noticed the same things. I mean, I filmed you guys for the better part of a year, and there's definitely times where it seems like individuals on the team don't want to be playing paintball, and. That's fine. If they don't want to, that that is totally fine. But maybe open up that spot for someone who wants to be there and who will be happy and appreciative to be getting those reps. I mean, um, this also goes back into what we kind of talked about, what we briefly talked about in our first in the first podcast. Mm-hmm. It was flow state, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. If if everybody's you know able to achieve that flow state and everybody's kind of you know having fun, you know we're out there, we're just balling. I think that's when teams are really able to succeed. And I think that's, you know, it, from an outside, well, cause in, this is my first, this is my first season playing with DMG on the pro line. Mm. Um, but as an, from an outsider's perspective, you know, in the years past, I think that's what 
DMG has been lacking um, is just, you know, good vibes, good positive energy. Um, we have it mm-hmm. in spurts, but it's not near consistent. Um, well, so and I'm going to bring up the best that I've ever seen that group of guys coordinate and talk <clears throat> and communicate and just be on the same page was last year at Philly. And that was the best event of recent years. You guys almost made Sunday if it wasn't for one bad penalty, which, hey, that happens in paintball. But, you know, that was was the event you guys went most together. And you weren't necessarily at that event, but the the pro team as a whole. And the reason I felt so was because they had a goal. And that was because that was Av's last tournament. And so everyone was, like, bought into this thing. And that was, we're going to make Sunday for Av. You know, we, we want our boy to play on Sunday one last time. Fortunately, it didn't happen, and, you know, it should have. You guys technically, you know, by the rules, you guys made Sunday, but a penalty went against you that was wrong. So I think definitely that's a good way to put it is there just needs to be more of kind of a central buying in to one thing and not necessarily a whole bunch of different other ideas and thoughts and opinions and just chaos. And, yeah. Yeah, um... I mean, but it's like it's the last fucking paintball game you're ever going to fucking play. That's how, yeah. that's how I treat it. That's how I've been treated. I saw this post where it's like, uh, you know, you never you never know when it's like going to be that time where you look back at the start box and like all the people that you played with are no longer going to be there. It's going to be all these rookies and everything, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. I thought about that. Um, but that tomorrow's that, never promised. That You know, I mean, look at, I mean, shit, look at the way the Ironman played over the weekend. Yeah. Shit. Now that's a group of dudes that bought into it and realized that they're also fighting for relegation. Mm-hmm. And you, none of them are, I mean, outside of Nick Sloviak and um, Al Fernandez, none of them are veterans. They're yeah. all young guys. I, think I mean, Keith all, played all, with all them a little bit playing. in the past, but not enough to be like he's a certified, you know, veteran. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody on that team is, has really done anything in pro paintball. So to see them go out there and just fucking stunt, man. That yeah. was that they're, was cool to see. They're buying into their coach and they're buying into the stuff that Nick's probably telling them as well. They're just like, all right, we're just gonna listen to these two. And whatever it is, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go with it. If it works, it works. Um Hey, Evan, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, on the pro squad, how often would you say that you um talk or like hang out with the guys on your team, like during the week or non paintball, non practice days? It's, well, I, I can only, well, it's, it's harder because we're all older. I mean, we all have, we all have careers. We all have, you know, families that we got to take care of. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to find that time during the week. But I can, you know, I can speak for myself at least. I haven't been the best at trying to, you know, hang out outside of paintball. But, that's also because, you know, I'm busy myself, you know. I mean, look how hard it is to get me on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, can, I tell, can I tell you something, Evan? Can I tell you something? What's up? One thing that I do is um, I try my absolute best to, even when I'm, like, in the car driving, like, driving home from work, I try to call, like, one of my people, right? One of, like, someone that uh, in the paintball community, and it's, like, I just want to, like, keep in touch. Be like, yo, how is your day going? Just, like, trying to uh, keep, keep in touch with everybody. Damn, dude! Right. I haven't got like, yeah, one of these calls. I, I call, I call, bro, I talk to you in my Discord like all the That's time, true. bro. 
I just I want a special little phone call on your way home, you know? Hey, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. Usually, usually it's a little Logie Bear because yeah. I love that kid. Yeah, I, I love Logan. Right Shout out Logie. He I, was on that team this week. I love Logan. I think well, if if we look back at what happened, how the team did, how the team performed in Philadelphia, I mean, shit, we were close to making Sunday in Philly. But I think leading up to the event, one of the things that we were really doing is we would have a weekly Zoom meeting. And we would watch, we would watch games, we'd break down games um, on our phones. You know, we'd all be talking to each other, sharing ideas, stuff like that. So yeah, we didn't really do that. We well, we didn't do that at all leading up to the Sacramento event. So I think that that might have played a might have played a role. But I definitely think we can all all be better at that aspect yeah. for sure. I mean, and, okay. and I'm not trying to like harp on you guys because I don't want this to come off. Oh, of not that, at all. But just pro in any, you know professional sport they'd be watching film before the week of the event or you know they'd be trying to this is a team we're playing let's let's watch some of their past games let's see some of their tendencies let's see if we can pick up information um and you know i i 100 understand that dmg is in a position where not every player has the financial capability to spend 100 of their life on paintball and that's kind of the thing to me that's always been the most uh important part of the team is that you guys are you know you you guys are kind of like, what's the best way to put it? Like semi-pro, pro paintball players. Like, we're, we're, this is we're, not we're where you make money. We, this is, in fact, yeah, where you we, guys spend money. But this is what you love to do, and you're at least good enough in it to be in the top, you know, twenty teams. Yeah. You want to know? What, okay, this is gonna sound so stupid, but you know what really helped our team out with paintball? God, I know where this. Dude, I'm playing scared. video games. Not even gonna lie. Oh, playing yeah. video games. Dude, no, that's... like playing video games where you're giving each other call-outs, dude, because it's like, dude, see something, say something, right? And it's like, oh, I see something in a paintball. I see something. I see a move being made. I got to tell him, right? I don't want my teammate to die. I don't want my teammate to get shotgunned in the goddamn back. You know what I'm saying? I got to let him know the, that the guy's coming. Highway. Yeah. That is well, and... that's no, I, I actually, I've thought that for a long time, that playing games, especially like valorant counter-strike stuff like that um can actually really improve communication between people uh just because like you you have to say a lot of different things but also you just spend so much time with them that you learn kind of where you know the stuff they don't say in their voice the little things in their voice Mm -hmm. everything yeah like like i guarantee you hatch knows the difference in ak's calm communication which is just like hey this is what's going on and AK's, you're about to get run down. Fucking look at the tape right now. Communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, even if AK is not saying that, he could probably hear that and be like, "Oh fuck, what? like something's happening." And AK is very good at being able to read my body language. He he can read my body language like down to a T, where it's like he knows right when I'm getting ready to push. Right. That's uh, that's what I, I was mean, gonna say. I was gonna say the big thing is body language, at least for me, like certain positioning and like twitch movements you know the way he sets up sometimes i can tell like oh he's about to go you know what i mean Shoot oh this for sure in no i mean even whatever, whatever me on the, the sidelines is. i noticed that in you guys like i i know when you guys are gonna go and it's it's just you know the way that you guys check wrap a bunker and then load a pod and then all right i'm gonna go like it's it's very yeah 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 i mean but to be fair though how how long have you guys been playing together on the same team like this is what you're fucking me, like. Is me and AK's probably second year together? No, really? playing on the same team. Is it second or third? I thought it was third. Uh, I guess this would. I guess this would be the third year. Yeah, third. 
I tell you, man, you guys have a great chemistry, man, because it seems like you guys have been playing together for a lot longer. Yeah, ever since I met AK, like, even when he was playing on a different team, dude, me and him just always had a similar mindset, you know, that stab or don't get stabbed mindset. Mm-hmm. And we always, like, even when I, I guess, like, right? Let me tell you. Oh, man. All right. Let me tell you. When nobody would help us in our pits, I was always there. I was, when me and AK were on different teams, I was always in their pit. I was always cool. in their pit making sure I was able to help them, right? And I can tell the way AK is, right? his his body language his the tone of his voice right i can tell when he's flustered i can tell when it's like i can talk i can i need to talk to him like yo like relax believe in me right i believe in you right Calm no down, that's buddy. legit <laughs> look, look at me in the eyes no, kiss me kiss me deeply we look, hey, legitimately we will look at sometimes where one time at cup i was no i was playing every single goddamn point at cup right i was so goddamn tired just one match right and I was like, Cedar, I need you to, I need you to like play for me this point, right, or something. I like play someone else for me. And AK looks at me and he 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 goes, he goes, uh, no, I need you in right fucking now, right. And I was like, holy shit, like that feeling, in, that feeling in my gut. I was like, I, my boy needs me. I, I'm not gonna let my I brother gotta, down. Yeah, I'll, I'll I hit him. With let the my I boy down for sure. Yeah, dude, the I need you, dude. Whenever you get hit with the I need you, you cannot not do it. No. Yeah, that one saved us a couple games for sure. Legitimately, where it's like, because we can look at each other and say it, right? Where it's like, or Cedar, right? I'll look at Cedar and I'm like, I'm like, Papa, I need you at this point. I need you to go in and start <laughs> doing fucking Papa shit right now, right? That that extra want to win for yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, because like, you're not, not just winning. Want, not only your... do I want to win for myself, I'm mm-hmm. winning for my teammate. Exactly. I'm winning for my friend. I'm winning for my family. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... I'm getting goosebumps listening to the way you guys talk because there's something that comes with, you know, like team sports or like dudes in any situation, you know, think of like infantry in the military, stuff like that. Like where you just create this bond where it's like, bro, I'll fucking kill myself if that means like I'm going to help out my dude next to me. Like I have nothing left in my tank, but if you need me out there, I'm going to get to my bunker and I'm going to make it because I'm going to make it for you. And it's like, when you, yeah, that's a powerful force. When you go through, like, when you go through the shit with someone, man, that that bond you guys have afterwards, coming out of it, it's you know, it's fucking unbreakable, dude. Well, and that's why I feel like paintball friendships are some of the tightest you'll ever make. Like, yeah, I mean, shit, I, I honestly, I don't even think it's a paintball friendship anymore. Honestly, like my boy, like the DMG camp is my family. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I would do anything. No, I just, boys, right? I just mean in a sense that the friendships you make through paintball become some of the deepest and most closest oh, well, ones you have, absolutely. just because of like the long ass days together, getting shot together, yeah. feeling pain together. Like, and it's like even if I don't even see them like every weekend, right? Sometimes like, like okay, for example, like Corey Field, that guy, man. See, Corey Field, he was my old coach. I love Corey Field to death. He he taught me so much of what I know, right? And he gave me an opportunity to to play on like the starting line on my old team, right? And uh, so seeing him every seeing him every event, paintball event means so much to me because it's like man, it's like seeing it's like seeing uh, it's like I'm a Ninja Turtle, dude. I'm seeing Master <laughs> Splinter again, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I feel that way with media guys. Like I mean, hell, there's a couple of uh, like guys who are in the Patreon who I only get to see at events and. It's one of the coolest things, being like, "Hey, what's up, bro? I haven't seen you in a bit." <laughs> yeah, shout like, out uh, Robert Lynch. Shout I out to Patreon. This. Yeah, yeah, Is it, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's, I, there, there's something about this game, man. It, yeah, because like, there's not many things I did when I was 12 years old that I still do today. Paintball is one of them. 
There's just right. something about it that draws people. Paintball in. video games, bro. Something about it. Dude, we gotta make paintball a, video a, games. Well, that Greg Hastings. Come on now. Is that in the works? Oh. Well, even what's uh, what's the one on on virtual reality now on the Oculus? Oh, Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. There's actually no, no. You can actually play uh, Greg Hastings on VR too. But it's oh, only wow. that's kind of dope. Only against spots, but it's cool because you can get like the old autocockers, old pumps, angels. That's sick. dude. Yeah. Now I don't have a gaming PC or a PS5 or anything like that, but I do have an Oculus, so we should definitely fucking hop on that. You have an Oculus. Yeah, that game's fun. I have an Oculus. Is it just so you can do Snapshot VR? Well, it's now it is. About to be. There yeah, you go. Right? All right, sick. Yo, <laughs> I've actually, like, I've heard a lot of people that's helped out with, like, layouts. So, like, when a layout comes out on a Wednesday, pretty much the Snapshot VR guys will have it up, like, that night. And so guys can yeah. go in there and, like, start running points and kind of seeing, like, is this a good bunker? Oh, no, this bunker shit. Like, don't ever go here. And then when they go to practice that weekend, they kind of already have a little bit of, like, a base knowledge. I recently so, found out how to download it on my Oculus, so that's something that I'm uh, going to take advantage of. Nice. Going into Chicago. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, shout out uh, my boy Ethan from uh, Montclair Mafia. Mm-hmm. He has a VR, and he was actually telling me that he's been invited to, like, teams practice uh teams will actually have a practice where they like all five get on mm, and they'll, okay. they'll oh, run shit. points in against other teams in vr yeah sick on okay. the new layout dude yeah. that's fucking sick it's pretty yeah, much dude. getting a scrim in inside your house like that's sick. exactly dude, and like uh, i i've sh- heard some of the things like aren't completely one-to-one but it gives you at least a good enough idea that it's like yeah this is still helpful like i'm still getting information here it's it's definitely the closest uh I feel like you can get like if you uh it's so realistic that you have to tag up like i've left early and had to like come back and tag <laughs> up. that's cool dude that is crazy yeah hey evan they're but, gonna get rid of your job behind the box you're right <laughs> yeah they're not player tag anymore. up <laughs> but uh i just want to shout out ethan um because we won the seven man mechanical event uh at the nxl yep. with the sack street fighter yeah no you, yeah, you wanted congrats. to bring that up that was that was awesome yeah, so, i was i was yeah. able to film a little bit of that but i did I, I was so busy so i barely even saw that event so how did it go uh it was fucking fun as hell oh my god <laughs> let me tell you noises. <laughs> yeah dude anytime you're able to play mech on some hyperball and some mounds it's the fucking best time in the world and shout out to all the sack street fighters guys man those guys are like my second family those guys are all super dope um yeah, I've known those guys for a long time, and they're all really good ballers. Tell them to listen to the show. Hopefully, they'll hear their shout out. They 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 listened to the first one. Oh, they, they did. Kinda, okay. Yeah, they listened to the first one. They were kind of upset I didn't shout them out the first episode. But all right. Well, hey, here's go. your shout out, boys. Hey. Hey, here's your shout out. I, I'm gonna give a special and, uh, shout out to TK Beno, uh, Beno, Benoit. That's what I meant to say. Freaking dude's been ben, rocking with me since ben, day one. I, I yeah, still probably yeah, pronounce Tucker. it wrong, but Tucker TK, he's the shit. He's been yeah. He's been a dope supporter, so you get your own special shout out. Yeah. Thank you, dog. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, that was kind of dope. Uh, we actually played the we played the finals on the Moundsfield. Um, oh, and that's... I don't know if you guys are Yeah, dude. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Moundsfield, but that that place is fucking gnarly. Yeah, the Moundsfield in Capital Edge is uh it's it so scary not even gonna lie yeah it's 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 meant for men like you know you can get some shit done in there and let me tell you so, dude, so, slide, so scared of it. 
dude sliding on that shit. Um, all that dirt out there. No. Stickers in your asshole. Dude, it's not even the stickers. It's the rocks. My left leg is still bruised to shit. It's, yeah, my ankle. I thought I broke my ankle at one point. I slid on a giant boulder. Hey, you're still going hard. I appreciate that. Hey, man, but the things you got to do to win, man. Maybe just a boulder. Maybe no Superman dives on the rocky (laughs) dirt patch. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, man. And we have, but we we made it happen. We won. I think we we beat the Golden State Chess Club in the semifinals, and then nice. we ended up beating Bay Area Bad Company in the finals. Good shit. It's a close match. Congratulations! So we got yeah. winners all around on the show. That's what I love. Yeah. Let's go, winners only. We all came winners home with only. some gold. I mean, I I didn't. I came home with a broken camera, but you know that's that's well, you, that's my life what, as a though, media. You, you came home with some great footage. Yeah, Facts, I got dude. I got some mic'd up stuff. Of, uh, I'm actually I'll I'll talk about this a little bit. Um, I was able to mic up Alex Frazier and Ryan Greenspan during uh two games this weekend. Yeah, with the NYX, right? Yeah, so that was during the NYX game. That. Um, that video actually is already done and out. Um, it actually premiered on the Spick and Span show earlier today. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, and that should be up on their YouTube and everything soon. Um, I'll link to all that when it's up. Um, but then, yeah, the other one I had was uh, I actually had Ryan Greenspan mic'd up during that that finals match with uh, Iron Man. So that should be a pretty cool one to dive into and kind of get all that. That's going to be a good gonna one. There's some fun sound good. bites. Um, I mean, I'll, the one quote that stands out in my head is after they've got the second wiping major, Ryan goes into the pits and says, if you need to wipe to beat the uh, Iron Man, please sit down and let someone else play. So they they were getting heated. Um, so that should be fun to edit. Damn, someone wiped. I don't know how the fuck do people do it. There was two hey, wiping man. penalties, and one was on your favorite player of all time. So yeah. Mike Urena, he that's a dirty fucker. Let me just say, Mike Urena, he's a dirty fucker when it comes to playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can either confirm nor deny. Oh, I can he... confirm. I can fucking confirm. I'm. I could also maybe confirm that with some footage, but I won't release yeah. it. <laughs> You're not gonna release that. He'll cheat me in a one-off. I mean, I don't, I don't have footage from this weekend. It's from like way past events and stuff. Oh, I got you. I thought you got the footage of him getting that major this weekend. No, I don't have that. And then the other one was Arden Arturo, which I was on that side of the field. That one, I at least didn't see it. Like I, I had him in my vision. I didn't see the wipe, so that one was kind of maybe sus in my head. But yeah, so. I mean, yeah, you guys will see that. We're not, we're not here to talk about Dynasty. Um, <laughs> that's just one of my bosses and overlords. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess, yeah, we're, I mean, we're like a minute 15 in. Does anyone have anything else they want to bring up or? Um, I just want to bring up, uh, you know, shout out Capital Edge Paintball Park. Shout out the entire Baines family. Um, Dave, just the shout uh, out shout section. Out David and Karen. Yeah, man. Shout out Karen. to Karen for the snow cone. Shout out to Karen for the snow yeah. cone. Yeah. 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 Yep. The amount oh, of work that Karen. the amount of work that Karen does being behind the scenes for you know not only the mm-hmm. field but for the entire DMG camp. No one else sees it. If you're not if you're not behind the scenes yourself like we are, you do not see any of it. Yeah, Karen is Karen she is, is the one she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Karen um, does a lot. Same with Dave. She just something nobody else will. They've they've been yeah, holding it down out. for years out there. Shout out to Dave for sure. Really, really helped us uh, this sack event. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and also just really hey, shout it. out to him Even, for just uh, holding a great event at his home field. Yeah, well, that yeah. and also yeah, honestly, uh, he was in our pits in the finals game. That's always always nice. 
It's always yeah. nice to have yeah. the head coach of Edmonton Impact helping you out. Yeah, yeah it doesn't he was hurt. even doesn't he hurt. was helping us too. Hey Baines, his, his knowledge is just so vast that it's like if you don't take it, you are so stupid if you if you think you're better than that knowledge. At yeah, point. That is, no, I agree. That is factual. He's seen that it and he's been in the gunfight and yeah. So like, just yeah, listen to what the man has to say. And then also, man, I just wanted to you know put it out there. I learned that we lost uh, you know a paintball great over the weekend. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, Bobby Hewitt. Yeah, no, I I did want to kind of end hard. the show with that. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it is yeah. I mean, paintball people yeah, he, go too soon. Yeah, every time I talked to him, man, he was always really nice. He was, yeah, he was a nice guy. Sad yeah. to see. I mean, I yeah, yeah I, I never met him unfortunately, but I mean, from just every single person who's ever had a conversation with him, it sounds like we we lost a great soul. So, yeah, definitely rest in peace to Bobby Avilas. Yeah, we're gonna miss but, you, Bobby. But uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, great event, and uh, that was fun, fun weekend. Yeah. Oh, oh, can I can I add some? Yeah, go for it, dude. Mouse is Logan a gun, dude. Mouse better get Slid it in there, at cup, bro. Dude, he, come on, bro. You don't bet against us at cup. You just don't do that. So no, explain gotta, this. Like, explain this. Yeah. Dude. So, Alex Goldman, the Snake God, owes my teammate, the Prodigy Logan Greenwald, a gun. Because he bet against us, and he actually owes he he owes us all like Tiger Gear stuff, right? And uh, Tiger, man, get the name right. Tiger Wear. So I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> the Tiger I don't, Gear. T- Tiger Wear, Tiger Frosted Flakes, whatever, bro. Uh, dude, oh, I'm shit. I'm school till I die. Bro, I love I love all I love every headband company, but for me I, personally, uh, I'm loyal. I can't confirm that I was supposed to get a Savages Eat for Free shirt. Um. Have not received that. Have not received it either. Hey, Alex Goldman, if you're listening to this, uh, you owe these two some shit. Sounds like they're a little against us, dude. But it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I don't don't think it's fine. fine. It doesn't sound fine. fine. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. But demand your shit. Eventually, dude. Eventually. So now I have to ask next time, you know, because they're going to be out, you know, layout weekend when you see them, you gonna you gonna ask them or? Dude, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen them talk about it in person. Interesting. To be honest, hmm. probably uh, me myself. I'm probably gonna head over to World War Paint. I'm gonna use code Austin for twenty percent off. Oh, hey, and, whoa. Uh, I'm whoa. gonna pick up some drip. I didn't know about that. That's uh that's new. But I yeah, I just thought I'd let everybody know. Shout out to okay. me. Love Damn. That guy. So okay. The fact the fact that AK has a sponsor code before the podcast has a sponsor code is is quite <laughs> impressive, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that is very impressive. That boy AK. He's out there nice branded boys. himself. Alright, World of War Paint. If you want twenty percent off, use code Austin. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm so I guess that, record, bro. that about wraps it up for tonight. Um, had a good little recap from the weekend. Uh, it was a great event, like everyone else mentioned. I definitely agree with that. Uh, it was definitely hot, but, you know, I got thought, through I it. the weather was perfect, man. I thought the weather was okay. It was hot. Could have been worse. Well, when you only play your four points in a day, and then you're able to <laughs> yeah, take no. off your gear and chill, it, it wasn't that yeah, bad, that's... but... Yeah, being That's in bad. pants all day. Let me just say, 
the Division Three teams uh, could not handle the California Heat. It turns out. Mm. No, they could not. And and it really got it really did start to warm up once we started playing. That's a weird <laughs> coincidence. Yeah, crazy. Weird. Hatch was actually just putting a heater in the other team's pits. He was like increasing yeah, yeah, yeah. the humidity, doing everything he could. I, I before the match, I put heating pads between everybody's pack and back. <laughs> that's 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 fucked, bro. There you go. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap up the show here. Um, before we get out of here, I do want to say um, the first episode of this show came out on podcasts or Apple Podcasts and Spotify today. Um, that's live on Tuesday. Um, the Patreon, you guys are gonna be hearing this episode before, so this will be out on the Patreon first, and then it will be out on the regular um, podcast streams. So if you're hearing it on those regular streams. This has been delayed by a week. We appreciate you guys. Come on over, join the podcast or the Patreon, uh, get access to the podcast on the right time that it released. And uh, yeah, some extra content, uh, headband giveaways, stuff like that. Um, if you are listening to this on the regular podcast channels like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just go ahead, drop a rating real quick. Um, that actually really helps out. It's like the only thing that helps out. Listens, downloads, all that's great. I appreciate it, but no one really cares about that. So if you go ahead and like drop the five star rating or whatever stars you want to give it on Apple, or if you just give it like the thumbs up on Spotify, those really help a lot. So just go ahead, do that real quick. Take three seconds out of your day. Uh, I would appreciate it. And I know these guys would too. Um, so yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say? Like that five star button, little smooch. Yep. All like that stuff. Like, subscribe, five stars, click the bells, do all the things. <laughs> we appreciate Just you guys for tuning in for another episode of From the Sidelines. Thank you, my, guys. For Thank AK, Stephen Hatch, Evan Fernandez, my name is Ryan Mafia Moffitt, and have a good night. Bye.